Hi, Carrie again. Uh, back at my uh, beach office, we're down for Thanksgiving to the Panhandle, and I like to come over here early in the morning before the pool fills up, before the weather warms up, and uh, just kind of share my thoughts on the stock market. I got uh, an email this morning from Homer. Homer is one of the early subscribers to my YouTube channel back in late 2019. And he brought to my attention and how much the stock market has changed. I've been a financial advisor for quite a few years and I sold my practice back in 05. And, and it just brought to my attention how the market has changed and how I as an investor have to change my strategies of investing because of the changes that are happening. And it's being forced upon me uh, as a result of the uh, economic situations that we find. As, as I recall back uh, when I first got into this business, interest rates were high. Uh, the average interest rate was about 6.7%. You can see here on this chart how interest rates have moved down over that time. And this has been not only instrumental in uh, the yields that you can expect from, from uh, bonds and, and treasuries, but more importantly, it's changed the way that big money is investing. And I've had to adapt to it uh, in order to increase my, my family wealth. It, to give you an easy example, at 6.4%, uh, I could double my money in 11 years with no real risk, just collecting uh, dividends and, and, uh, and interest coupons. But it's changed. And Homer brought this to my attention, and I thought it was worth sharing, and how I have adapted and how I will continue to adapt it, to adapt in order to get the kind of returns that I want. And my investment objective is very clear, and that is to create family wealth. I don't think that family wealth should stay in the hands of the Be Bezos and the uh, Sergey Breams and, and their families, or even the Kennedys and the Carnegies. I should be able to participate in that family wealth. And I think I have adapted an investment strategy that will do that. And I want to share it with you and give you a little bit of history to help you understand why you need to change your investment strategy as well. If, in fact, your objective is to be like me, and that is to create family wealth, not only for me, but for my heirs uh, and the people that I find me uh, follow me. I feel it's one of our objectives as citizens of this earth to make the life of those who follow us better. And I can do that by investing, making smart investment decisions. So first of all, I need to share with you, I'm not your financial advisor. I'm here only to educate and entertain and share this beautiful scenery with you. I'll be right back. Best of Us Investors presents Carrie Griegmeier. Okay, let's just bring this down to a 20-year perspective. Uh, I like to reflect on those companies that have made people extremely wealthy, and I like to reflect on Amazon. 
Amazon, uh, here's a chart of Amazon over the past 20 years. It's split adjusted. It has climbed from $1.54 to uh, 966 year, dollars over the first 20 years of its uh, uh, involvement or its availability to me as an investor to, to, make, to increase my family wealth. So you can see it's had a 62,627% return. To make that a little easier to understand, if I had invested in, uh, in Amazon $1,000 20 years ago, in its first 20 years, I would have had $627,000. If, in fact, I had then done something similar and invested in a, a beach property down here where I'm sitting right now, uh, it, in that same 20 years, I would have gotten about a 2x. That's right. Rather than a 627x, I would have gotten a 2x. So I think what I'm saying is you need to change your attitude towards investing and find those companies that are going to exponentially grow and give you the kind of return to create family wealth. So what does that, what does that mean? Let's look at that chart again on interest rates. I can no longer buy dividend stocks. I can no longer buy CDs or bonds and expect to create family wealth because I'm basically just going to keep up with inflation. And now that we have moved into almost a hyperinflation situation, the, the emphasis towards this kind of growth is going to happen even, even more exponentially. So I also need to recognize that Wall Street that big money has, has adjusted to this as well. And, and in doing that, they don't bring Amazon to market as quickly as they have in the past. They hold the company in private uh, investors so that they get that exponential growth when it has a, a larger valuation, when it has uh, higher rates of, uh, of revenue so that when it does go public, it, it explodes. So I then look at that and say, okay, I'm not privy to get into these angel investor situations, so what do I have to do? I have to be a more astute advisor. I can't, or, or investor, I can no longer just kind of throw money at the S&P 500 or even the NASDAQ and say, I can get my exponential growth there because the real growth, the, 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 the dollar 25 to $30 is happening in private equity. And then it becomes at $30, it comes to the market. And even in the first couple of days, it might go up $60. So I don't have access to that. And I got to recognize that. So I'm starting, I guess, uh, a little behind the eight ball on it. But if, on the other hand, I recognize the change, I recognize where the potential is going to be, I can't invest in e-commerce anymore, I can't invest in the smartphone anymore, I have to recognize what is going to happen in the next 10 years that can give me that kind of growth and be comfortable with the fact that I'm not going to buy it for $1.25. I'm going to buy it for $30. So 
I look to those things that are going to change the way I live. I, again, and I'm going to repeat myself, believe the most important event that has happened in my life happened last March, in March of 2020, in, in the coronavirus. The coronavirus has alerted the world that uh, our healthcare system is broken. That as a result of a virus that we believe came out of China, we brought the world's economies to their knees. We brought our healthcare system into, into disaster zone. That has to change. So I have to find the companies that are going to change that. I then look around and see that artificial intelligence is helping pharmaceutical companies find cures faster. And, and, and I want to emphasize the word cure. Uh, in, in the past, we treated disease. We basically said, okay, you've got cancer. We're going to introduce poison to your body to kill that cancer, and hopefully it won't kill you in the process. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. We've now come to the stage as a result, again, of, of the coronavirus to know that we can sequence there are genes and find what's causing that disease in our body and take that mutation out of our body and eliminate the disease. That's how we got the, 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 um, the vaccine as quickly as we did. So I, as an investor, can't go and invest in CRISPR in its early stages or Caribou or Beam or... or um, editors, I have to wait until they become public. I have to wait until they come public at $30 and then shoot to $200. And then the, 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 the uh, attitude of changes and something else becomes hot and they drop. But once they get to market with their product, I can get the exponential growth. So that's how I invest. And I believe there are three areas that I can achieve that in. And again, the second one has been brought to my attention and the world's attention as a result of the most important thing that has happened in my 77 years, and that's the coronavirus. Well, what is, what is the second thing, Gary? It's the broken supply chain. We came to be the world's superpower in 1945 when the manufacturing of Europe was destroyed by Hitler's invasion of Europe, the bombing of London, the bombing of France. So, so, so England was on their knees, and they came to Bretton Woods, uh, New Hampshire, and met and said, the United States, will you help us? get back up? Will you manufacture the things that we need? Will you create the Navy to protect the ships to come from the, from the East Coast of the United States to Europe and bring us back into a functioning economy? And we said, yes, we would. And the United States became the world superpower. Our currency became the currency of choice of the world. Then 20 years ago, we basically gave it away. We gave it to China. So now we know that we have, as a result of this, the coronavirus, we know that we had no masks. We had no ventilators. Now we know we have no uh, semiconductors. And our world is coming to a, 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 a shutdown. We've got to change that. So that's the next opportunity that I look for is to invest in. And that is in my... How are we going to bring the supply chain? How are we going to bring manufacturing back to the United States? 
It's 3D printing and robotics. I didn't beat the hell on my 3D printing because, again, uh, big money has, has moved in a little different direction right now towards the third opportunity, and that is the metaverse. And that's the third place that I want to invest. Again, why is this? Because you, I have to go, and I not only have to go, but big money has to go to higher risk opportunities because interest rates are low. Right now, we're at 1.6%. You, you, and, and inflation's at what, at, at 6.4. Well, that, that's a lose, that, that's a sure bet loss to, to, put, to go to interest rate. So I have to, as an investor, as an astute investor, I have to seek risk. And I have to seek risk where I find opportunity. And opportunity is in those three areas. Health cure, not health care, health cure, uh, supply chain, reestablishment, and the metaverse. And Homer sent me this article, and, and I, I really want to thank him for it. And, and it points out, and, and uh, in this article it says, in the metaverse, we are going to be able to travel and do and experience whatever we want through, through our avatar. He even pointed out in this article he sent me that a government uh, never recog it took 25 years for any government institution to recognize the internet as a viable entity. 25 years. And yet, just recently, Barbados said that they were going to create a virtual Barbados government entity so that you could come and, and visit Barbados, a vacation hub, uh, virtually. So, just bear with me here. Meta, formerly known as Facebook, on October 28th declared that the metaverse was coming. Barbados, 25 days later, recognized the metaverse and said, we're all in. Whereas it took 25 years for any government institution to recognize the internet as an entity. We've taken from 25 years to 25 days. That's the world we live in today. That's the world of investment you have an opportunity to be a part of. But in order to do it, you need to change the way you're investing. You need to look at this chart of the S&P 500 that I created from the day I was born, September the 5th, 1944, and see how it has grown. See how it has grown relative to debt. I'm going to change this chart. I can't do it while I'm down here. And I'm going to show that interest rate on it. And I'm going to move it from this S&P to the NASDAQ. Because here's another statistic I want to share with you. Over the last 20 years, the S&P has grown at a rate of 171% over the last 20 years. The NASDAQ grew at 360%. That's twice as much. So where do you want to be? Do you want to invest in the Dow? Do you even want to invest in the S&P 500? Or do you want to find those technology stocks that I'm looking for in medical cure, in 3D printing and, and robotics as we bring manufacturing and the supply chain back to the United States or in the metaverse. 
That's what this channel's all about. It's not about interest rates. It's, it's not about inflation. I am concerned about China. Um, Nick, on, the, on my uh, tribal call, we have a, a Zoom call every Friday as a part of our Discord. Uh, brought up the date of December, I believe it's the uh, 15th, and that is the date that Congress has to increase the debt ceiling. And it, he is of fear that if, in fact, they don't, uh, this will be the, 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 the straw that broke the stock market's back. I don't happen to agree with that. It, this has happened before, and Congress basically gets some sense and says, we can't allow the government to shut down. We can't allow our country to be to default in it, on its debts. And so I don't see that as an issue. I see, first of all, this next week being a very calm week as people go and, and pursue their, their Thanksgiving activities. And then I see the remainder of the year through January the 1st to see the market just climb. Why is that? because big money needs to make its profits so that they can end their year and make their bonuses. So they need to push prices up through December. Remember, they're on a 90-day cycle. They're on a one-year cycle, and the one year is coming to a close, and they've got to show profits. So crash won't happen unless China invades Taiwan, the government shuts down, if those two things don't happen, December will be a record month and we will end with everything at record highs. But be aware, you have to become a smarter investor. You cannot invest the way your grandfather did and you cannot invest the way your father did. You've got to be smarter and you've got to be the smartest guy in the room. Talk to you again tomorrow.